Welcome to the Roncast, where entrepreneurs find killer tips, techniques, and tools to start and growth hack any business. Brought to you by one of Canada's favorite business personalities, Ron Davies. Ron Davies. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Roncast. I'm your host, Ron Davies. We've been doing some talk around business and opportunity and struggles and strife during this whole pandemic thing. And uh, I figured that maybe in this particular episode, it would be a good idea to lighten things. And maybe instead of shining a spotlight on the challenges, let's shine that spotlight on the opportunities. And Specifically, I want to talk about the business opportunities in real estate and what's what's going to be that opportunity in this pandemic. Um, I have inroads to intelligence in real estate that are excellent. Um, as you probably know, um, earlier on, I was a part owner in six different real estate franchises. I've done quite a bit of uh, real estate agent training and marketing. So I have some great network connections as well as in mortgage finance and in the investment space. So I wanna share with you some of the intelligence that uh, you probably can't even buy uh, if you went out and wanted to. Right now is a time where there is still demand for residential real estate. And I can speak, um, speak well on local real estate here in Southeastern Ontario but this applies pretty well everywhere. We have not yet depleted demand, even though we're in a time when we should be seeing house prices and commercial property prices even more so uh, backsliding. We have not yet fulfilled pre-existing demand, though we almost have. So what we're going to see in the next six months is going to be, first of all, a glut. Uh, that is a surplus of two things. First, commercial property. So commercial properties are going to get discounted. And the next you're going to see will be recreational properties. So when you have a downturn uh, recession, particularly a prolonged recession and a mandated recession in this case, what happens is Joe Consumer uh, starts to cut the fat, right? He starts to pat his war chest and tries to spend more wisely. And where we are, um, we're near the Kawarthas, which would be our cottage area. And north of Toronto, the city of Toronto, is Muskoka. And a crappy cottage in Muskoka is about a million two. A nice cottage in Muskoka is about two million seven. And uh, these people are paying tax and paying mortgages on these properties that have appreciated rapidly. But now we're going to see that turn, simply because the owners have to cut the fat. Commercial is a different story. Right now, there are federal and provincial incentives to help the small business and the medium-sized business up to, say, $2.5 million in annual payroll to survive, but those are one-time. These are generally one-time uh, deals, and all this is really doing, it's a really bad plan, to be honest, 
particularly what the federal government in Canada has done. Um, we, you know, we appreciate it because we've been able to help so many small businesses apply and, and receive those monies. But the reality is all they're doing is extending the cash reserves of companies that are going to be insolvent in six months anyway. So what I'm saying is that these businesses that did not have 60 days or even 30 days of cash reserves to survive on their, their burn, uh, you know, to survive their fixed costs and their payroll, those grants and loans that the governments have provided to them have only pushed their insolvency to the right. And two things are gonna happen. The companies are going to go insolvent anyway. In fact, the people I'm talking to are business owners and that is their plan. Um, so that's part of the problem. The other side of the problem is that they won't be repaying those loans. They're going to be bad debts to the bank and to the government, which just exacerbates uh, the debt market, right? So I think the smallest loan is a $40,000 loan from the feds that you only have to repay 30 of by the end of 2021 and they forgive the other 10,000. So you're giving these companies 30,000 extra dollars for their reserves, but that takes most of these guys only another month, at most three months before they burn through it. And then they're insolvent anyway. And guess what happens? Now they're just in bankruptcy. So they're subject to uh, bankrupt, uh, bankruptcy debt management, which means basically they're gonna pay back pennies on the dollar or maybe none at all. So that was a really bad plan on the part of the federal government. Um, Canadian and uh, the American federal government has a similar plan. But it's good for the small business guy because he can use that money to survive. I've even seen guys convert that into a dividend, distribute the dividend to the single shareholder, and then he used it for a down payment on another property. You know, he's going to have to explain that eventually to the tax people. Uh, but it's explainable. There's a way to do it, and it's uh, it can be done. So the long and the short of it is this. These companies go insolvent. Whether they get the grants or not, they become insolvent. They don't have the cash reserves. They can't make payroll. They can't pay for all those fixed costs on buildings. So now the buildings are empty. And already these guys aren't paying their rents and leases on these properties now. So it's only going to get worse. That means the landlords got to get out of the properties. And lots of landlords have to get out of commercial property. Right now, you would be hard pressed to get commercial mortgages in Canada at under seven or eight percent. The chances are within three months, they're going to be over 10% if you can get a commercial mortgage. Why do you think that is? Well, I'll tell you. That is because they already see the writing on the wall. They already know that they're lending against or could be lending against commercial properties that are going to be discounted by between 25 and 40% over the next six, eight months, maybe a year at the most. We don't like to lend <laughs> on, uh, on bad debt or bad potential debt. So all of these commercial properties are going to be spilling into the marketplace looking for buyers. At the same time, lots of recreational properties, secondary and tertiary properties and land are also gonna get dumped onto the market because people are trimming the fat which means there's no tax revenue from those properties. It means nobody's paying the loans and debts on those properties. They're being forgiven or foreclosed. So where's the opportunity? Well, I'll tell you, 
The opportunity is not in buying recreational or residential property. Certainly residential would be the fastest to recover because people always have to have a place to live, but that might take five or six years. Um, recreational property will take that longer and longer just to recover where it is. Uh, commercial property, I would estimate seven to nine. Uh, some experts are saying as much as 10 years just to recover the loss. But there is, there is a rose among these thorns. And the discussions I've been having with guys that are in real estate flipping and development see it as this. Strip malls, shopping malls, not for them to be malls, for them to be converted into single level um, multiple residences. So imagine a strip mall, right? So when you strip mall, there's the variety store and you know the little restaurant, all those things. The malls are going to go into foreclosure or they're certainly going to be empty. They're gonna be mostly empty to where they're not profitable and the landlord wants out of them and he's gonna get out of it at a discount. Then you can develop it. If it was an eight unit or a 10 unit strip mall, you can easily convert that into either a five or maybe a six unit residence. Put in in-floor heating, get rid of the junky old heating that's in there. You've already got parking because it's a strip mall and you just dolly them up into residences. Two bedroom, three bedroom, all on one level residences. Ideal for an aging population that is now short on cash. It's a perfect conversion. Same thing, a little bit more jacked up in costs would be smaller malls in suburban areas because those two are going to get foreclosed. Those two are going to become insolvent and they will be discount purchase opportunities. Again, the parking is already there. A lot of the infrastructure is there. So they can definitely be converted into residences, maybe even residences above commercial interests so that you have a captive population shopping there. So these are just a couple of ideas on real estate, but you guys who are thinking right now, oh boy, I can't wait until these properties drop so that I can buy them and make my money back, you're gonna be waiting between six and 10 years just to recover the difference, just to get that discount back. So this provides you with another opportunity, another inroad where you could see a turnaround in one or two years. So I wanted to shine that flashlight on the opportunity here in COVID-19 as it relates specifically to real estate, residential, commercial, and recreational. Honestly, on recreational, I don't even know where the opportunity would be there because recreational real estate, uh, at least where we live here, is already far too bloated, uh, far overvalued, yeah, far overtaxed. So I think it will be a long time until recreational real estate uh, takes as much, uh, much interest to us. So that's where we are for today. Make sure that you subscribe and please leave a review or a comment and if you leave uh, your email address in your review or comment on iTunes or iHeartRadio, wherever you are, uh, I will send you a $5 Starbucks gift card uh, so you can have a coffee on me and just stick around. Lots of cool stuff to come. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm your host, Ron Davies. Bye for now. That's it for this episode of the Roncast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again for killer tips, techniques, and tools to growth hack any business. We hope you've enjoyed the show.